couple days ago, I did a session on what are spiritual attachments today. I want to follow up with how do you know if you have one? This is your moment. Spiritual attachments is a very popular topic in the paranormal world and the spiritual world, and rightfully so. They do happen, and while they're not common, it don't happen to everybody, it's not super easy to get one, it is a reality that it, it can happen from time to time. And in this session, I want to do a quick review, a, a smaller version of what a spiritual attachment is, because it's going to help me to explain how you can know if you have one yourself. And... As always, at the end of this, I want to be proactive and help you to take the steps on what to do if you do have one. Now, the spiritual attachment, like I said in an earlier session, I talked at length about this. If you're really curious to know more about what a spiritual attachment is, highly suggest uh, looking back and listening to that session. But for today, we're going to summarize it in the spiritual attachment in essence is a spirit that is in the in-between not yet crossed over to the other side, comes within close vicinity to a living person and mixes, doesn't necessarily attach, but I would use more of the term connects with or intersects with your energy. So you, in essence, then are sharing energetic space with a spirit that is stuck in the in-between. Let's talk about real briefly why this happens. It happens because spirits that are in the in-between, which are people, <laughs> these are individuals who have passed. If they are stuck, they're going to look for ways to soothe themselves and calm themselves and bring a sense of calm in this stuck position. And if that so happens to be your energy, they will attach to you. And there's certain really strong reasons around why. And again, I would go back to the earlier session to go into more in-depth uh, you know, analysis on that. But for now, Let's talk about how do you know if you have a spiritual attachment? So let's start with the concept of this shared energetic space. This is at the root of everything. When you share energy with another person or another, I mean, even another living person or, you know, a spirit in the in-between, you're going to start to be subtly influenced by some of their emotions, by some of their uh, behaviors, even by some of their personality. You're going to start to pick up some of those things. You know how mom and dad always said the people you hang out is, is are going to be kind of who you become because you're going to be very influenced. You are influenced by the people that you hang out with. That's very much an energetic statement. So if you're kind of an even keel person and you become best friends with a comedian over time, you might get a little bit more funny or the comedian might get a little more dull, but either way, <laughs> you do kind of grow and energetically shift around the different people that you're around. And the same is true for those that are in the in-between. So let's say you've gone about your day to day and uh, a spirit does come close and then does link in and mix with your energy. You are now not just you in your energetic field. You are you plus the energy of this spirit who's stuck in the in-between. Now, all of the 
reasons why we're stuck in the in-between, there is an unlimited number of reasons why a person might be stuck. It is very rare to get stuck. It is much more common to cross over because the crossing over process is very smooth. It's almost magnetic. It's, it's this draw to the other side that's automatic. If you hear anyone's um, near-death experiences, you'll hear them say that, that they were drawn to the light. The crossing over process is a very automatic process. But on an occasion, rarely, some individuals do get stuck. And now, if that individual is sharing space with you, you're going to start to react to things and feel things differently than you normally would. Let's do a quick review of our energetic and spiritual body. Our energy body is, it actually contains our physical body and expands outside of our physical body. We interact with the world around us through our energetic body first and then our physical body. It's why when negative energy comes in, we react. And if you don't want to do that anymore, do GCP. It will help you tremendously. But many of us aren't taught to take care of our energetic space. We're taught to take care of our physical body, but we're not taught to take care of that energetic space. And so since our energetic body is not only within our own physical body, but expands out, we can from time to time pick up other energies, especially if someone is an empath or, you know, wired to be a people pleaser or taught to be a people pleaser, things like this, where we're kind of reaching out to always care for everyone else. Our energetic body is also going to reach out to kind of care for other people around us. The result of this is that you might come across a spirit who's stuck in the in-between, who's looking for comfort. And if your energetic system, if your energy, if you, your personality, really is a comfort to them, then they might come in very close and share space with you. This is the spiritual attachment. What does this look like? This looks like you are going to start reacting in ways that you wouldn't normally react. You're going to respond to different situations. You're going to interact with people in different ways. You might even feel odd or feel disconnected and start seeing things that are in your day-to-day -day life that are normal in your day-to-day -day life in a way that you've never seen them before. So let me give you some examples. Let's say, um, actually, I'll give you an actual example. I uh, helped a mother who was, uh, she was raising three small kids and she felt like, she had an attachment or someone in the home and I tapped in, worked with her. Turns out she did have an attachment. Interestingly enough, the woman, the female spirit that was attached to her was an older woman who was also a mother and she was looking to kind of connect with other mother energy. That was what was soothing her as she was stuck in the in-between. And when she came across this mom, who was a very patient, kind and compassionate mother, when she came across this mom, that soothed her. So the woman in the in-between attached to the living mother. And as a result, because the personality of the woman in the in-between was aggressive, uh, very hardcore parenting style, um, borderline abusive parenting style when she was living with her children, that was her personality. So since she attached to the living woman, it started to affect her personality, which started to affect her parenting. So the living mom 
now having this attachment of this deceased mother who was very aggressive with parenting started to find herself becoming more short with her children, more quick to yell, more aggressive with her kids. And it, it and it was break, it was actually breaking her heart. She was expressing to the, this to me on the phone. And she said, I, I don't parent like this. I don't know what's going on. And, and I brought it up and that's where she stepped in and said, yeah. And, and it just, all of a sudden I'm finding myself yelling at them when I wouldn't normally yell at them, or I'm finding myself putting them in timeout when I wouldn't normally put them in timeout. And she says, I'm feeling bad about it. Here's, here's what's going on. It's not just you. This is what I told her. It's not just you in your energetic space. You're currently sharing some energy of this spirit because the spirit is attached to you. We're going to detach the spirit, cross her over. So it's just you in your space and you can get back to your regular pattern and personality of uh, nurturing, you know, kind parenting techniques. And that's an example of it. So if you are, I guess the most easy example to really look at are the extremes. If you are a calm, gentle type and a spirit that, you know, attaches or shares space with you is kind of a better way to say it. If you have a spiritual attachment that comes in and that spirit is an aggressive spirit, you're going to be more aggressive you're going to respond to things uh, differently than you normally do. So the personality responses aren't going to match what you're used to. You're going to find yourself going, that's weird. I don't normally react that way. I'm not quite sure, but it was like, a you felt like it was a normal reaction, but it wasn't your MO. It wasn't how you usually roll. Now, when it comes to the other pieces of this, we can feel dissociated with things that we're already familiar with. And I'll give you my example. And I wrote this one um, on purpose, actually. I put this one in my book, Cracking Open Adventures of a Reluctant Medium. I wrote this book because it covers the first two years of going from a complete skeptic to uh, an intuitive, professional intuitive medium. And what happens, one of those journeys and opening up those first two years of my intuitive journey was that I got an attachment. I didn't even know what attachments were. And here I was, and I, I thought, oh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to confess, this is what I did, because I was really new to the whole spiritual world. And I said, oh, I'm going to take a camera, and I'm going to go to a graveyard, and I'm going to snap some photos. Gah, not a bright idea. Um and I did. And so I went there and I was very open and very vulnerable and to this whole this spiritual piece. I went to a friend's house. And here's another way you can know if animals react differently to you. That's also something to pay very good attention to because I went to a friend's house and his dog who absolutely adored me. Right. I walked into his house and his dog started to snarl at me like he was going to attack me. It was really weird because this was not like this dog at all. This dog was my cuddle buddy, right? And was just the sweetest little dog. He, well, it was a bigger dog, but it was a sweet, sweet dog. And that was when my my new friend, who and he was in the spiritual realm, said, uh, you might have something off. You need to go see um you know, our acupuncturist. Go, go meet with him and see. And I ended up having a spiritual attachment. Before that, though, I was going to this friend's house because I needed to do some business. And he said, oh, I need this particular paperwork. I said, okay, I'll drive home. It's only a mile away. I'll drive home, get the paperwork and come back. And I got in my car and I, I on my way home, I was passing by in my car. I was passing by somebody walking on the street and they were dressed in clothing that I was like, you know, upset at them about the way they were dressed. And I got to tell you, not an ounce of me is ever 
upset at anybody about the way that they dress. You do you. Like, and and I actually love when people, you know, dress very creatively. I think it's great. But here I am, like upset because somebody was wearing a sweatshirt. I'm like, that's, it didn't even have anything. I was, I was confused. I was like, that's weird that I would be mad at somebody for wearing that. That just doesn't fit me at all. So I went home. I finally get home and I pulled into the driveway and I got out of the car and I instantly felt like I, this isn't my house. And then I went up to my house, my house, (laughs) opened the door, went in to get the paperwork. And I felt like I was trespassing. I felt like I was, uh, you know, breaking, breaking it. It just felt very uncomfortable and I was dissociated with it. I wasn't connected to this is my house. These are subtle feelings and sometimes you won't even pick up on them until you put light on them. Um, also, we what we don't want to do is we don't want to have one moment out of the day where we snap or respond differently or one moment of confusion and we're like, oh, that's it. I have a spiritual attachment. Please don't jump to that association to that association. Spiritual attachments are rare. They're not common. It's not like, you know, they're happening here and there and here and there. People are picking up people everywhere. That is just not the case. But if you start to see a repeating pattern over time, I had my reaction to just a stranger walking on the street. I had my feeling of walking into my home and feeling like it wasn't mine. I had an actual friend whose dog was reacting to me negatively. And my friend was tapped in enough to know something's off. You need to get this looked at. But if if we take out the part of the equation of connecting with my friend and, and his dog, I most likely would have just could have just had an off day, right? Yes, it's rare for me to react to somebody else like that, but maybe an extreme off day or I don't know, hormone fluctuation, something going on that could happen. And sometimes we can get a little confused here and there, especially if we're under stress. So the only request I would say is please don't jump to the conclusion right out of the gate that you are and then try to prove that it's not. Instead, watch your patterns, watch what's going on with how you feel, how you act, how you interact with others. Just keep an eye on that. Those are going to be your signs. If you are reacting, responding, connecting, interacting in ways that you normally don't and you feel odd about that and you're feeling a little dissociated with the things that are familiar with with you, that's maybe when it's time to search out um, some assistance. So for yourself, here's your steps to take. First and always first, I tell people, go ahead and try to do the uh, detachment and the clearing yourself because we are all capable of it. You don't necessarily need to pull out your wallet and pay somebody else to do this every single time. In an extreme case, sometimes we do need somebody else's help because it's too hard for us to access to it. We're too close to it. Even myself, I still to this day will sometimes reach out to an associate or a friend who is an energy worker and say, hey, I just got a little bit more energy. I got to move. Can you help me out? But many times we can handle these things ourselves. So the very first step, is to do GCP. That is the very first step. And if you don't have that tool under your belt, I will put a link in here at where I can. Please learn it. It's free. I've got a whole free video on it. Learn the technique. It is a game changer and it is going to take care of 80, 90% of this, if not all of it. So do GCP. If that does not completely fix it at that point, I want you to do GCP on yourself. I want you to then on top of it, do GCP to the entire house with the intent of sending 
so much unconditional love to this spirit that's stuck that they cross over and they transition. Please try that first. Remember, your intent is very powerful. You are very strong. Unconditional love is very healing and can move mountains. So if you feel like you might have an attachment or even somebody kind of lingering in your house, do GCP on yourself, layer that with doing GCP on your home, send unconditional love to the spirit with love that they cross over and transition to the other side to go home. If it continues to happen after that, then I would reach out uh, for a practitioner. Please look for somebody that you get a referral or someone that is reputable. If you need a link, I do have one on the sagemethod.com, certified sage practitioners that will do clearings. They've been trained by me for uh, a, at least a year, if not more. We are a group and we are a team and we make sure that everyone that comes through our path all you know receive the help that they need. So in essence, that's how you would know. That is the biggest way to know if you have a spiritual attachment. Pay attention to your reactions, pay attention to differences in personality and pay attention to, you know, how you feel about the things around you that are used to. If they start to feel unusual, eh, you might want to check into it. And if you have a friend that's linked into energy that you trust, that you know has your best interest in mind, maybe reach out to them. It's all about community. You're not in this alone. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.